welcome to this month's Archimedes from the Archives of Diseases of Childhood, the evidence-based podcast all about how to put your evidence into practice in child health, paediatrics, everything to do with looking after kids. Except this month, it's a little bit different. Rather than our usual format of something to do with critical appraisal or the implementation of evidence-based practice and then a couple of case reports, this month, we're having a slight pause to think about how does Archimedes work? As potential authors out there listening to this, you'll have hundreds of clinical questions that you didn't know the answers to. And some of those you might have actually gone and looked up the answers to. And some of them you'll just hope that you don't bump into that situation again. And so you don't need to know the answer that you don't know. And some of them you'll have just asked somebody else and believe what they said. And some of them you might have looked at guidelines and then believe what the guidelines said. Anyway, for those ones where you actually have a question that you go away and look at the evidence for, that, that is the basis of an Archimedes. So what is the process? Well, the first thing to do is to have that question, to start looking to see if there is an answer. And at that point, it's worth getting in touch. Follow the instructions to authors on the website and what it will give you is an email address to contact to get an initial idea as to whether your idea is going to fly or not. Sometimes ideas have been done and been done repeatedly. Sometimes those ideas are in progress already. So you doing it as well would be a bit of a waste of time and everybody's effort. And, and we don't want to be duplicating effort in our comedians. And sometimes the idea is perhaps a little too unformed or unprecise or just a bit woolly and needs a bit of tightening up before it can really go forward. When you've got that sort of initial idea come back, you can take that advice and either run with it or not. Um, when you start to write it up more formally, you'll be using the template that's again available off the instructions to authors on the website and have a look, go at following it quite closely. Archimedes is a relatively rule-bound section of the archives and like lots of things that are rule-bound, if you start to stray outside of those rules, you really need a very, very good reason to do so. Otherwise, editorial board gets crossed and your paper gets rejected and you've wasted all your effort for something that is basically formatting. Now, what the Archimedes section offers is the opportunity when you have had your idea, got a sort of a, yeah, that sounds like a good plan, gone away, got the evidence, brought the evidence back, thought about it deeply yourself, summarised those thoughts in the table and come up with a contextual conclusion, including the clinical bottom lines. Then the Archimedes section offers the opportunity for the section editor to have a look at that paper and, and give you an idea at that point about which bits need tightening up, maybe which bits need changing a little bit one way or the other. This isn't something, although you'd think it would be in an editorial sense, this isn't something offered by usual journals and usual journal articles. It's a way that we at the archives and in the Archimedes section 
really want to improve and develop and use this as an educational and supportive opportunity for people that might not have written much before. Again, these are comments and suggestions. They're not absolute necessities. And when you feel your paper is ready, often in conversation with the editor, then you can admit it formally. Submitting it formally means that you are agreeing that this is your own work, agreeing that you have acknowledged those people that put significant intellectual effort into it and that you haven't cheated and written it off someone else. That paper then gets reviewed initially by a small editorial team. It may go out for peer review to have somebody who is an expert in the area give us their thoughts on it. And then it is into an editorial board review. This is where a group of editors look at the peer review, look at the paper and consider, is it something that we wish to publish? That decision is based around partly the writing style, partly the quality of the content, partly the originality of the content, and partly where does it fit in the journal at the moment? Is it really very, very close to stuff that we've been publishing and so it's not really anything over and above what's there? Is it only so tangentially related to child health that it really doesn't earn space within the journal? Or is it just so well known that actually writing it up, publishing it, won't add anything to the value of the readers? At that point, that editorial board is both judging the scientific quality, but it's also journalistic. It's a journal, after all. That is one of the most difficult things to understand to some extent and, and experience, particularly if you get a negative response. What responses can you get at that point? Well, you can get a straight up accept. We want your paper exactly how it is. That's incredibly uncommon. It's the hole in one. It just, well, two or three times in your lifetime perhaps, but that's all. Mostly what you'll get is an invitation to revise the paper. These might be minor revisions, typos, slight changes, a bit of an alteration emphasis in the odd sentence or two, or it might be a major revision where there are significant questions being asked by the editorial board and the reviewers that need more thought and addressing. After a minor or a major revision, it comes back and the editors have another look at it. Nobody is guaranteed acceptance if they are offered a revision. Sometimes a revision comes back and it makes it clear that something that was maybe written in a fluffy way actually doesn't meet the criteria in the end. Sometimes it's written and it clarifies things and it definitely is acceptable and is published. Occasionally, there will be a straight reject and that will be from one of those journalistic reasons or perhaps the scientific quality or perhaps the way that it's written. The experience of getting a rejection or a need to revise is often a tricky one for new authors and people going through in an early phase of their medical career. We are all likely to be in the 
top 10 or top 20% of the academic group as we've gone through school, university and onwards. And, and to have somebody turn around and go, that's not good enough or no, we don't want that can be quite hard. It's one of those things. It is hard, but it shouldn't be seen as a reflection upon your own personal strength or your own personal quality. Even if you've had an Archimedes rejected, it's absolutely possible to send another one in and another one and maybe another one. The journal overall only accepts about one in five of the papers that get submitted to it. So there's a more, so there's a greater chance of you being rejected than there is of being accepted. The Archimedes process with that sort of conversation with the editor and the development of ideas and so on does have a higher success rate, but it is by no means 100%. What we really want to see in Archimedes is, is questions that come anonymized in the case, but questions that come from reality. Real searching for the evidence, real hard thinking about how that evidence can be used and what strengths and what weaknesses there are in there. We want to see intelligent clinical context being placed around it. And we want your clinical bottom lines to answer the question that you asked. And we also do not allow more research is needed. Because more research is always needed. And it's not a clinical bottom line. It's the research bottom line. And Archie, for all we use research and love research and feed off research, Archimedes is a clinical section in the research journal. I hope that that has explained a little bit about how Archimedes works. So crack on, hopefully be inspired, have those questions, find those answers, get in touch, and then you too could be speaking here, being interviewed about the stuff that you have done. Good luck, keep up with us on the socials, subscribe, like us, review us on Apple Podcasts, tweet at us, Facebook us, don't Instagram us because we don't have one, but do things. It will make us all feel happier and feel like we are spending our time positively. Until next one, thank you for listening. <laughs>